You are listening to the Favorite and Flourishing Podcast. I'm your host, Caitlin Chapel. Thanks so much for tuning in. Welcome back. We had a break week last week. was really just spending some time to make some really good content and, you know, working on the Bible study. There's a lot going on here at Favorite and Flourishing, and I felt like a break week was needed and just was going to help sustain us through the rest of our season. And so I'm just going to take a moment to explain that. I don't know if I have yet, but the podcast is going to be seasons. Um, This is something I decided recently. I was praying about it, seeking the Lord's direction, and I really just felt like I needed to set up a time frame where I was putting out content. So then when I'm not putting out content, I can prepare content. I can further my education in this field of making content, putting it out. I can really just get things to keep me fueled up so then I can go and hopefully pour into others through this podcast. Now, during the off-season, I will still be very active on Instagram. It's not to say that I won't be doing things. It's not to say I won't be putting out encouraging content in some form or another. It's just not going to be the podcast. So, it's going to be a summer podcast. So, season one will end sometime towards the end of August is what I'm planning and it will start up again next summer. So, you know, we're still going to have quite a while at the mid-ish point of our season, I would say. And, you know, honestly, I'm so thankful for everyone who's listening. That's what I feel like the Lord's directed me to do. The other side of that is, Lord willing, I'm planning on having a full-time job come the fall. Who Anyone who doesn't know, I'm a teacher. I recently graduated, and I am looking for a full-time job. I am really placing this in the Lord's hands, guys. I have been doing my part, putting everything out there I can, application after application. But I'm really praying, and I'm asking you guys to pray with me, that if it's the Lord's will for me to find a job in the fall, that he lets it happen. And if not, that he directs me. If he's trying to get me to go in a different direction, I'm really trying to be open to that. And, you know, I don't at this point feel called to do full-time um, podcasting or to make this my full source of income. I haven't even become to make an income at all on podcasting, and I'm really not feeling called to that at the moment, but if the Lord's trying to open my eyes, I want to be cautious and sensitive to that as well. And so if you guys would just pray with me with that as well, and, you know, I'm just really seeking the Lord here. I'm not sure what He has planned for me. I feel like He's leading me in the direction that he will provide a job on his timing. But at the same time, I don't want to assert my wants into the Lord's will for my life. And that could be a whole episode on its own. And it probably will be. But today we are actually talking about, gosh, I'm so sorry. It took me that long to get into our actual topic. This is just kind of real talk, guys. Like this is honestly just a debrief on my life. My life has been crazy. Actually, maybe I should just talk about my life for a minute. So I'm working this summer job. It's been amazing. My favorite job I've ever had. Absolutely love it. I have nine little kiddos. They're all going into second grade. I'm there from 9 to 11.30 in the morning, four days a week. And I get a half hour of planning time four days a week. So I'm clocked in from 9 to 12. It's beautiful. I love those hours, honestly. If that could be my job all the time, but pay like full time and have benefits, that'd be amazing. So love it. The kids are great. I have seen so much growth in them. It's been so amazing. And honestly, I love the people I work with. It's just been 
such an encouragement. And really, before I got that job, I was praying about a full-time job, actually. And I felt the Lord impress on my heart very distinctly. I love you. You're my child. I will provide for you. That was it. And at that time, I had forgotten that I'd even applied to this summer position that was coming open. You know, I had really just kind of thought I would bunker down for the summer, put my energy into finding a job in the fall. You know, we're in this COVID-19 world. I figured it'd be hard to find a summer job anyways. And I was in a spot where I knew I could get by this summer without having a job. It would be tight, but I had enough money banked away that I could do it living with my parents at the moment, not having the rent. I knew that it would be feasible. And I really just felt like I had no direction and like where I would even begin to look for a summer job. And so then I'd kind of had the, well, throughout COVID, my, you know, my um, substituting stopped when the schools closed down naturally. And I immediately reached out to my um, old daycare I used to work out, work at. And I asked if they needed any help and they happened to have been closed as well. And so I was like, okay. And so I had a few paychecks coming in, but I had a little bit of time where it was rough. And then I tried to get in on, onto unemployment and it just was not working out. So then my boss asked me, my old former boss asked me if I'd be interested if they could get a pandemic center going to come and work. And I said, yes, absolutely. And she's like, okay, great. Well, we're going to offer our current employees at first, but if there's a spot, I'll let you know. Never heard back from her. So again, here I'd been kind of all hopeful, like this was God's answer to the situation. I couldn't get unemployment. So at this point, I really needed money because I was just coming off of student teaching where I was not actively making money. And so I'm like, God, this has to be you. And then it wasn't. <laughs> it was not God. And so it didn't happen, and I firmly believe he didn't let it happen, and here's why. Because a while later, probably about a good month and a half-ish later, still no no um, unemployment, I had found out, because my dad had a hiccup in his unemployment, I found out that there was a separate unemployment in Ohio that was like pandemic. So if you didn't qualify for the first unemployment, which I didn't, you could then go and apply to this pandemic unemployment. So I did that, and I, I was very conservative. I only claimed for the weeks that I knew were affected from my substitute teaching because I honestly am not here to take advantage of the system. I knew this was going to be a seasonal thing. I knew that come the end of May, I would be done student, um, student teaching. I'd be done substitute teaching. I knew that going in. And so I really just felt like that's all I need to claim. I'm not out trying to get anything extra. And I still made more money from the unemployment than I would have on my best week study. I mean, significantly more. It just was such a blessing, and I really saw it as such a blessing. And I've been really careful to just um, make sure I'm stewarding that money for the, you know, and I feel like the Lord blessed me with it. And I'm really trying to be wise with it and not really... Um, just like swindle away on silly things, but just like save it for the rainy day when I need to. Because up to that point, I had actually managed to 
cover my bills and not go into debt. And I hadn't even eaten away at my savings. Like the Lord really helped sustain me through that time. My bills were low enough that I was just able to kind of ride it out. And I really feel blessed and fortunate for that. And then he gave me a blessing on top of it, which I'm just so thankful for. And I just really was humbled and so appreciative by it because he didn't have to do that for me. And I think that's just another example of him showing that he loves me. And so then around that time, I got this call about this summer job and the lady who called me talked about it and it sounded amazing. And she's like, I will get with you in interview time. So I finally get the interview time and I go to the interview. I'm so nervous. I was so nervous going into that interview. And um, so I feel like the interview went well. They said, they actually said I would have my, their decision by the day after, which is so quick. And one thing was said in the interview that made me question if I was going to get the job. One of the ladies said that they've just had so many wonderful interviews. And I was like, uh-oh. Is that her, like, polite way of saying, like, you're great, but there's so many teachers that are just more qualified. And so, um, you know, I waited all day Friday for a call. And I never got one. And finally, I was just like, maybe I should check my email instead. I just assumed that the call would be, um, the, the job offer would be in a call because I've never gotten a job offer through email before. And so um, I checked and sure enough, it was there. And I was just so excited. This job is amazing. Honestly, it pays super well. Like the most competitive pay for this type of job I've ever seen. It's I told you a little bit about it a few minutes ago. It's just amazing. God honestly knew. And you know, actually, one thing I forgot to mention was before, kind of at the beginning of quarantine, I had applied for a summer camp in my local city that paid like $14 an hour. And I thought that was a lot compared to the $9 an hour I made at my old daycare. And I was like, that'd be a nice summer job. It was part-time. And they actually canceled due to COVID. And at this point, I was feeling like, COVID was getting in the way of like any job opportunity I ever had and that was before I knew unemployment was going to work out so when I look back I see how the Lord kept me from each job situation so that by the time this really perfect job came out around he was able to place me in it and I was then open to go into it and I promise you I know without a shadow of a doubt that the Lord really placed me here. It's been the best job ever. I just feel so peaceful when I'm working with the kids, you know, like I just am so excited every morning to go in and work with the kids. I absolutely love it. It's been amazing. It really has. And I just really have to give God the glory for that. But when I look back and I see like how he was with me this whole quarantine and even brought me to this point of being in the summer job, and I think it's so ironic that I was praying about a fall job. And the next day after I was praying about a fall job and after he said, I love you, you're my child, I will provide for you, I got a call about a summer job. And I was like, but wait, God, I wasn't praying about a summer job. I still need a fall job. And I felt like he's just like, don't you trust me yet? Like, did I not work things out better than you could ever imagine? Did I not do that? Like... Am I not capable of writing and laying out your life? And I feel like that's where he's like, do you trust me? No, 
but do you really trust me? And I think that's where I keep coming back with the Lord is, do you really trust me? And a little bit about me is I'm an eight and on the Enneagram, I'm an eight. And one of the hardest things for an eight on the Enneagram to do is trust. And actually, sadly enough, I've noticed I struggle to trust the Lord. And I really shouldn't because he's never failed me. He's honestly done the exact opposite of fail me. He's like, what's the opposite of fail? Um, Succeeded? Yeah, he's like succeeded me. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. But he succeeded me in my life. You know, he, every plan he's had has worked. Every plan he's laid out in my life has been beneficial. Every time I've stepped back and let him drive, we've gone great places. And so I know that I can trust the Lord. I know that when I let him really do that for me, when I let him lead, I'm so much better off and I just have to trust him. And the truth of the matter is, it's like hard at sometimes because that means giving up my will. Like me personally, I want to know my future. I want to be planning my classroom already. I want to know where I'm working. I want to be able to buy the school spirit wear, like all those things I really want. But that doesn't mean it's what I need. Sometimes what I want and what I need are two different things. And here's the deal. God, he works with what you need. Sometimes you get what you want along the way too. That happens. This job I'm working right now, it's what I wanted. I wanted that. But it was also what I needed. But it's not always what you want. And sometimes what I need and what I want do not match up. And it's just not going to happen then. If that's the case, it is just not going to happen. Because what kind of father, what kind of parent would only give their child what they want? I will say as a teacher who works with kids, you can often tell children who are used to only getting what they want versus children who get what they need. And children who get what they need typically are so much more capable to handle their emotions, to handle when things don't go their way, to work with other children, to problem solve. It's the children who only ever get what they want, who seem to like freeze up and they're incapable of working with when things don't go their way, when they don't get something when they want, when something's not as they planned, when something goes wrong, they can't handle that because they've never had experience with it. They've only ever gotten the things that, the way they wanted. And that is not healthy. And God's not going to do that to us because he's the best father there is. He's not going to put us in an unhealthy situation. Sometimes we take ourselves out of his covering. We put ourselves in those situations. But if we're yielding to him, he's not going to do that. And sometimes that means some uncomfortable moments. Sometimes that means putting out 21 applications and counting. I put out more, I think, at this point. That's what it means sometimes. And I firmly believe if I'm doing my part, if I'm putting out on my end, then he will then do his part. And whatever his part is. And that's where I have to get to that even if. I know I've talked about that before, but that's those two words can mean so much with God. Even if I don't get a job in the fall, it's okay. And that's something that's hard for me to admit. And I still have trouble embracing that. I'm working on it. But truth be told, sometimes I measure my success by my accomplishments, by milestones achieved instead of by the Lord. And that's not okay. That's something I need to work on. And I am working on it. I cannot only measure my success by where I am in my life, 
by what milestone I've checked off, graduated college, got a job, you know, like all those little milestones that I could go on and on and on. Because those milestones aren't my end game. Jesus is my end game. We kind of talked about that on a previous episode. If you haven't heard it, um, it was Delight Yourself in the Lord. I was talking with my sister about our different relationship journeys. We really ended up talking during the episode about how, you know, Jesus is the end game. A lot of people will treat the perfect job, the perfect house, marriage, kids as the end game. Those are all blessings that the Lord lets us have. But those are not our end game. Our end game is eternity with the Lord. And so if I'm measuring my success by anything but my relationship with Him, I'm not measuring right. Because I should always be measuring my success in life with how I'm measuring up to Jesus. How am I attaining eternity with Him? And when I'm doing that, everything else will fall into place. So I have to get to the point where if I don't have a job in the fall, then the Lord has a reason. He has a plan. He sees something I don't see. He'll work something out. And you know, he we see in the Bible where he tells his disciples not to worry about where they lay their head and how that he has nowhere to lay his head. And that seems kind of harsh, but I really think that, you know, what he really meant during that is when we are following the Lord, when we are disciples of him, when we are with him, we cannot spend time worrying about what will come of us, about providing for ourselves, because we have to trust the Lord to provide for us. I was in a high school class once where my teacher asked the question, if your family was starving and they were going to die if you didn't get them food, would you steal food? And I'm sitting in this class with tons of Christians that I know are Christians, and I'm like, surely they're going to say no. I was the only one who raised my hand and said no. And my teacher asked me why, and he's like, it's the American way. And I was like, well, the American way is not the God way. And I didn't have the moment to reflect deeper, but later I was thinking about that. And I was really thinking, you know, if I'm in a situation where I'm starving and God hasn't seen fit to provide me food as his child, maybe there's a reason he needs me to starve. Maybe he needs me to get to a certain point. And then this might sound like an unpopular opinion, but just stay with me for a minute. You know, maybe God is letting me be in this situation because he's working something out of me. He's working something in me. He's teaching me a lesson. He's giving me a quality I don't have. You know, there's so many reasons why sometimes God doesn't intervene. And sometimes he does. I know my great-grandfather, there was quite a few times, but I'll I'll tell you one today, where he just couldn't provide for his family. So he had six children, and, you know... They didn't have a lot of money. He worked at Goodyear. Um, and one time it was Thanksgiving. And he had told my great-grandmother, his wife, to go ahead and start making peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. That was going to be their Thanksgiving dinner. That was all they had. And they were going to be thankful for it. And um, someone knocked on their door and had a whole Thanksgiving meal prepared for them. And, like, how sweet is that? God saw that need and provided for them. And what really stands out to me in that story, they had something to eat. 
Was it the best? Was it exactly what they wanted? Probably not, but it would have sustained them. They weren't going to starve to death. It would have sustained them. But the Lord loved them so much, and he saw them honoring him with what little they had, that he just blessed them. And, you know, I think that's that principle is true. When we honor God with the little, he blesses us with more. And so, you know, whatever the mindset, whatever the situation we're coming up against, we have to have the mindset that if we're going through this, then for some reason, the Lord has allowed us to. Whether it be to work something out of us, to work something in us, to give us sympathy and compassion for others. I can't tell you the reasons why the Lord lets us go through certain things, but the truth is he does. And so, um, I don't know. That's just kind of some of my thoughts. I guess this turned into a rant. I actually sat down with notes to talk about something completely different. And I really just felt the need to kind of share a little bit of that. And so I guess my words of wisdom today are, you know, if you're in an uncertain time, if you're not sure why you're going through something, whatever it is, trust the Lord. Let him take you through. Let him carry you through from start to end. And he won't forsake you if you are turning to him. It may feel at times like he has, but he will not. I promise you, we turn away from the Lord, but he never turns away from us. And if we can just hold to his hand and stay right there with him, even when it's hard, even when it hurts, then we'll come out a lot stronger for it. So I'm just going to pray really quick. And thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate all of you guys. You are wonderful. I'm just so thankful for everyone coming on this journey with me. You know, this podcast has done more for me than you probably will ever even know. I hope it's doing things for you. I love hearing about how much you enjoy it. I love hearing those things. And if you would take a moment and whatever you're listening on, like it, subscribe, leave a comment, whatever the platform you're choosing to use has, I would just love if you would take a moment and do that. That would mean so much. But what would mean even more is if you would actually share my podcast with someone you feel would also benefit from it. A friend, a coworker, a family member, whoever. Just if you feel like someone needs it, please share it. That's the best way to get things known is just word of mouth. And if you hear an episode that you think someone would really benefit from, go ahead and share it. You know, that is a form of witnessing and that is being a light. And sometimes the Lord lets us come across content so we can then help the person who needs to hear it. And so I would just really appreciate it if you would do that. So go ahead and just pray with me if you will. Dear Lord, I just thank you so much for everything you've been doing in my life and just for leading me up to this point, Lord. I know that you have planned for my life and for this podcast and for everyone listening to this episode, Lord. And I just thank you so much for all you have done in my podcast, on my Instagram platform, Lord, and just in my life in general. And I just ask you to help me steward the blessings you're giving me, Lord, and just help me to grow in you, Lord, in all areas of my life. And I also ask you to help each and every listener to grow in you in all areas of your life. Lord, help sustain us when we don't understand, when things are hard, when we're confused. Help us to look to you and help us to trust in you, Lord. In your name I pray, amen.
you and have a wonderful and blessed day.